UGA Football News presents today's sports report with Matthew Hall. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. Today's sports report is brought to you by Happy Sewing and Quilting, offering products that will help you show your bulldog pride. Hall Shots Photography, going above and beyond to provide pristine and professional photography for all of life's greatest moments, plus many other fine sponsors. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Well, welcome to today's sports report with Matthew Hall. I'm Chris Hall, your host. Good to have you with us today as we have made it through the Christmas season. And uh, our prayer here at today's sports report with Matthew Hall, and our hope is that you had a great and wonderful Christmas uh, season with you and your family and uh, a safe one as well. As we know, we continue to deal with with what we're dealing with uh, in our country with the COVID-19 situation. Very serious situation, and we all understand that. Uh, But uh, here we are in between Christmas and New Year, and we're looking very much forward to what's coming up as far as college football is concerned. Uh, We're we're coming to the end of the season, uh, just the weird 2020 season. We'll be into 2021 here in just a few days. Uh, but we're going to be winding up this college football season, uh, one in, in many ways that uh, we, we we have loved and uh, will be remembering for a long time, but also one that we hope uh, does not repeat in 2021 uh, with all of the situations we've been having going on uh, in our country with COVID-19 and the effect that it's had on college sports. Uh, So uh, here we are. Uh, We're looking very much forward to the University of Georgia taking on the University of Cincinnati in the uh, Peach Bowl. Uh, Not exactly the end of the season that the University of Georgia uh, fans uh, wanted to see. We certainly wanted to be in the college football playoffs. Uh, Of course, that did not happen. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's a pretty good game. It's it's one of the big bowl games, and of course, it's a January first bowl game. And so, uh, just a little information about the Peach Bowl. Uh, it is uh, it'll be on January first at noon at uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium, of course, in Atlanta, Georgia. And the uh, the Peach Bowl will be broadcast on ESPN. So it's a noontime game. Uh, the uh, Peach Bowl. Uh, we'll have uh, about uh, 16,000 people or so uh, in the in the stands for the game, and uh, it'll be evenly divided between uh, uh, teams or, or fans from uh, each one of the teams, uh, Georgia and Cincinnati. Uh, the capacity for uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is 75,000, and so uh, the 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 attendance will be capped at about 25 percent. Uh, capacity, and there'll be all kinds of protocols uh, having to do with COVID-19 and that kind of thing uh, for the Peach Bowl. So that uh, is a little basic information about the game uh, coming up on uh, January the 1st, noontime, number nine, Georgia against number eight, Cincinnati. And it'll be the kickoff of uh, the celebration on New Year's Day. It will be indeed, uh, this will be an intriguing uh, football game. You have the Bulldogs uh, who from the SEC taking on the Bearcats, uh, Cincinnati Bearcats, and a uh, pretty good team, undefeated team, uh, ranked uh, ahead of Georgia in the uh, in the polls at number eight. And so you have Georgia 
and Cincinnati. And we'll be uh, talking a little bit about this game, and we'll hear from uh, each one of the coaches uh, in our program today as uh, we look with uh, anticipation uh, toward uh, this game. So, uh, Matthew uh, Hall, it's good to have you, of course, on uh, today's Sports Report. I see you all decked out in your, your Georgia garb, and you're ready for uh, Georgia and Cincinnati. Not exactly the game we wanted to see for Georgia. We wanted to be in the playoffs, but still not, not too shabby uh, for uh, this year and all that went on with the uh, Georgia football team. So what do you think about this game coming up? Hey, great to be with everybody. Uh, uh, happy New Year's Eve. And, yeah, I mean, not where Georgia really wanted to be. I mean, falling 7-2 and two in, uh, this season, you know, falling short of uh, being in the college football playoffs, um, you know, in the weird year that we've had. And uh, Georgia playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati, uh, just, you know, a lot to be said about the team uh, this season. I mean, Luke Fickle was, you know, he's been – he's put a team out there that's uh, – Beat three ranked teams. Uh, I think they come in at number seven in scoring offense in the country. Uh, not, you know, with all the guys that are opting out for Georgia, you know, in this game. I mean, this game is not to be taken lightly. And I, uh, I know Luke Fickle, you know, he ha- he will have his team prepared to play. Just uh, they've pretty much not been threatened all year. I mean, they beat three ranked teams. I mean, you got all these guys opting out for Georgia. I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup, I believe. Yeah, and Georgia does have uh, some significant players opting out of this game. Of course, uh, what that means is they have chosen not to play in the game, and the reason is they anticipate being drafted in the NFL draft, and they don't want to expose themselves to some kind of injury that may affect their draft status. And so you've had you have several. You have uh, linebacker Monty Rice, cornerback Eric Stokes, tight end Trey McKitty. Offensive guard Ben Cleveland. Uh, Those are some of the players that are sitting out for Georgia. Uh, Also, of course, uh, very sad news about James Cook uh, running back for Georgia. He will not be playing, and uh, that is because of the fact that his father passed away uh, very suddenly. And so James will, uh, and our condolences go out to, uh, to that family, and James will not be playing in, uh, in the uh, Peach Bowl, uh, of course, and uh, because of that situation. So you've, you've got a lot of players sitting out for uh, the University of Georgia. Uh, the Bulldogs have won three straight, uh, and uh, I, they've been a very good football team uh, since JT uh, Daniels, uh, a more complete team since JT Daniels came under center, uh, center as quarterback for uh, the University of Georgia. Uh, really playing at a high level, very disappointed in the fact that Georgia was not able to finish the season against Vanderbilt uh, because of COVID-19 situation. Uh, That game was canceled. That was going to be senior day. And so you have Georgia and Cincinnati. Now, we're not really familiar, of course, with uh, Cincinnati. It's not generally a team that uh, the Bulldogs play. In fact, uh, I think uh, there, uh, there was one previous meeting between Georgia and Cincinnati. That was back in 1976 when number seven Georgia beat number 20 Cincinnati 31-17. to That's the only time these two teams have uh, played. Uh, the Bulldogs went 7-2 and in SEC action. The Bearcats 9-0 and in AAC. That's the American Athletic Conference action. And they won over uh, Tulsa. Uh, number 23 Tulsa, or uh, Tulsa rather, uh, 27-24 in their league championship game. 
Uh, just a little bit about uh, Cincinnati. They're, they're coached by Lou Fickle, a very good coach, very accomplished coach. He's been around for a while, and he's built a, quite a powerhouse at uh, Cincinnati. Uh, they won a lot of games over the, uh, the last three years. They have a dynamic quarterback. Uh, his name is Desmond Ritter. Uh, he's, he's put up uh, 232 yards, uh, passing yards per game. Also, he's rushed for an, an average of 67 yards per game uh, for uh, Cincinnati. Uh, so they're, they're a pretty balanced team uh, offensively and defensively. They love the, to run the ball. They set up their passing attack by running the ball. They have a running quarterback. Uh, defense is pretty good. So, uh, Matthew, when, when you have this going on now, you have an SEC team in Georgia, AAC team in Cincinnati. You don't think the competition they face are – you know, of, are, are equal, but you have a very intriguing matchup here. Cincinnati will come into this game highly motivated, wanting to show the country that they deserve their number eight status and, and wanting to show the country they deserve being in the playoffs. They think, they, uh, think uh, that they should have been in the playoffs. So you have a very motivated Cincinnati team coming against Georgia, which is disappointed by not making the playoffs as well, but you have a depleted roster. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be it's going to be an intriguing game to see how all of this plays out. Will Georgia be motivated enough to play uh, against Cincinnati and give them a game? What What do you think? Uh, what have you been hearing? Well, I mean, you know, uh, Cleveland out, Rice out, Stokes. Uh, you know, several guys out for Georgia. I mean, you know, it, and then it makes me think about the game yesterday. I mean, uh, just look at look at Oklahoma. Uh, with Florida, and then I get to the end of that game, watching that game, and then I hear the Oklahoma fans mock Florida with the SEC chance in the stands. So, I mean, you know, because years ago, uh, Florida destroyed Oklahoma, and and Oklahoma, what, what did they hear? They heard SEC, SEC, SEC yeah. in the stands. Well, they gave it back to them last night, and they literally destroyed Kyle Trask and the Florida Gators. True as it may be, the Gators might have had some guys out, but they were not prepared. I mean, they are a better team than that, even with the guys that had to step up. I mean, it's next man up time. I mean, you either show up, uh, you know, any given Saturday, anyone can lose no matter who you're playing. And in this circumstance, I think Georgia, uh, you know, they would be, it would, you know, it would be in their best interest to show up and take this game very seriously. Uh, otherwise, you know, you're liable to have a, a L. Uh, you know, handed to you from a team in the AAC. Uh, true as it may be, I mean, Cincinnati, 9-0, beat three ranked teams. I think they have a legitimate argument about being in the college football playoffs in the year of 2020. I mean, are they? Yeah, I don't. I know they don't play the conference schedule of an SEC schedule. So we're going to find out, hey, you know, will the SEC and, and the Georgia Bulldogs show up tomorrow, tomorrow or, you know, Will that lack of motivation be there? I mean, you know, I certainly hope not, not and, I, and I pray it's not. A, I want to believe that Kirby Smart will have the guys ready and Georgia will play a great game and come out with a victory on top. Yeah, the, most of the uh, uh, prognosticators are kind of even, evenly split on their prediction in this game. Georgia is a favorite. They were a eight-point favorite at the beginning of uh, – the, the, in fact, at the beginning of our broad, uh, broadcast – Today it's dropped down down to a seven point uh, favorite, uh, so uh, it, it's kind of up in the air, and uh, a lot of people are are uh, split on well, how is this going to go? Will Georgia win? 
Uh, Cincinnati win. Uh, most people think it's going to be a close game. Uh, it just It's going to be very interesting. It's a 12 noon start on uh, Friday. So, uh, you know, celebrate the new year and then get up and get your bologna sandwich or whatever and, <laughs> and your Coke and sit down and watch a good football game. And we'll talk about some other games as well. Uh, uh, coming up, uh, of course, uh, the playoffs, and we'll talk about that uh, coming up here uh, shortly. Speaking of that uh, Oklahoma-Florida game, my word, my word, Oklahoma 55, Florida 20. Uh, uh, Florida had a, just a passel of guys who um, missed the game for different reasons, many of them opting out. It was just, uh, you know, it, that was not the Florida team that gave Alabama all that it could take in the SEC championship game. And so you, you hope that that is not mirrored in the, um, in the Peach Bowl. You hope Georgia will show up and go get them. And, uh, and I, I'm sure Coach Smart is doing everything he can and the uh, staff to get Georgia ready to play against a very good Cincinnati team. And uh, earlier this week, Coach Smart uh, had some comments about the game and uh, his anticipation of what's coming up in the Peach Bowl. Um, our team has been working really hard to prepare for uh, Cincinnati. And I've uh, spoken on Cincinnati, it seems like a lot. Uh, they're a tremendous team. Uh, Luke has done an incredible job with his staff uh, and their team. You know, I've talked repeatedly about the fact that they're one of the winningest teams in all of college football over the last three years. Um, they're a complete team. Like when you look at them, you know, we play teams with really good offense, really good defense. I don't know that we played anybody with all three, including special teams, in areas that they're really strong in. Um, when you've got an experienced quarterback, uh, in my time in coaching, I found that the more experienced the quarterback, the better the team is, and they certainly have that. They've got a uh, great player. And that great player is uh, quarterback Desmond Ritter, and uh, they have some good running backs, very balanced offense and defense. Uh, Lou Fickle is the coach for Cincinnati. And uh, at the uh, news conference this week, he had some pretty high praise for uh, the University of Georgia. Our kids are excited. Our families are going to be really excited um, to actually be able to go and, and uh, to enjoy an atmosphere, um, not to mention an incredible team that we're playing from the SEC. Um, but I know this, that our kids are, are really going to be fired up and, and know that this is an incredible challenge for us and our entire program. And we believe this is the best team that we have faced and played since we've been since I've been here um, at the University of Cincinnati, and uh, that's no disrespect to obviously we played Ohio State last year, but just all in all, from from what I've told our team, from what I've watched and what I've seen, uh, this is a really really good football team that uh, I know we got to be at our best and play at our best. I'll take that Ohio State. Uh, Coach Fickle says uh, Georgia is even better. That Ohio State was last year. All right, we're going to come back and uh, we'll uh, continue to talk about this game and then we'll look forward to some other uh, games coming up on New Year's Day as uh, we continue on today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment with more of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Hall Shots Photography, featuring the work of award-winning photographer and Georgia football lover Matthew Hall, is a proud sponsor of today's Sports Report. While Matthew is at home on the sidelines of Sanford Stadium taking beautiful action shots of another Bulldog victory, he also specializes in other types of photography, including landscapes, portraits, weddings, and promotional photos to help promote your business or your special cause. 
Matthew is also a trained videographer, and he loves capturing those always exciting high-in-the-sky drone shots. Matthew has been the camp photographer for various football camps, including those featuring Roquan Smith, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, and other Bulldog greats. You can check out Matthew's work on Facebook at Hall Shots Photo and on Instagram at Hall Shots Photography. You can contact Matthew at Hall Shots Photography at gmail.com. That's Hall Shots Photography at gmail.com. Matthew has a camera and he'll travel to get that right shot for you. Contact him today. Happy Sewing and Quilting is a proud sponsor of today's sports report. Happy Sewing and Quilting offers custom and professionally made items that will help you show your bulldog pride. How about a custom and professionally made 100% cotton face mask featuring beautiful bulldog fabric? Of course, everyone in your family will need more than one. And just like the bulldogs on game day, Happy Sewing and Quilting can and will deliver. From custom-made face masks to baby bibs to tote bags and more, Happy Sewing and Quilting will help you get ready for game day or any day you want to let the world know you love the Georgia Bulldogs. If you're interested in items featuring the colors and logos of other teams, or if you're interested in non-sports related items that meet your taste and show off your style, Happy Sewing and Quilting will be more than happy to help you. For more information, you can contact Happy Sewing and Quilting at ahall1921 at hotmail.com. That's A-H-A-L-L-1921 at Hotmail.com. Contact them today. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. And we uh, really appreciate Happy Sewing and Quilting being one of our sponsors. And by the way, uh, you can find Happy Sewing and Quilting. They have a new website now, happysewingandquilting.com. And uh, we encourage everybody to uh, go there. It's a beautiful website, and you'll find all of these masks. We're being told to wear our mask, even as the vaccinations are going out for COVID-19. For a while, uh, we're, go we're being encouraged to wear our mask in uh, public. Well, you don't want to get one of those uh, plain Jane masks to wear. In fact, you can uh, get a mask that will show off your bulldog pride, Matthew Hall and myself. Uh, we have those, and we proudly wear them out and about. And so you'll find a good selection of uh, face masks, not just uh, featuring uh, the uh, University of Georgia Bulldogs logo and, uh, and, and and pictures and things like that, colors from the University of Georgia, but other styles as well. Uh, again, check it out. Uh, check it out, happysewingandquilting.com. And, uh, in fact, you can order online there. You can just go right online and order. And uh, the folks at Happy Sewing and Quilting will get your uh, face mask, the mask that you choose, uh, out to you ASAP. All right, we're going to talk about some games coming up. Of course, uh, the feature game for us is uh, Cincinnati versus uh, Georgia. Uh, this is on January the 1st, and it'll be at 12 o'clock. Uh, that'll be uh, pregame time. Uh, the game will be shown on ESPN, and so let's go ahead and make some uh, some predictions on uh, this game and some other games as well. So, Matthew, you got number eight, Cincinnati, number nine, Georgia. The uh, you know the fancy pick will be Cincinnati winning over Georgia. The Florida game scares us uh, the way Florida performed 
in a game that they really didn't want to be in, apparently, in the Cotton Bowl as they lose to Oklahoma big time. Uh, So you got Cincinnati, Georgia. I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. I'm going to say that Georgia's going to win this game, but it, I think it's it's going to be a, a close one. I'll give Georgia a, a victory by a touchdown. What do you think? Yeah, very close game, I believe. Uh, again, uh, number eight Cincinnati, you know, 9-0, haven't lost a game this year, beat three ranked teams, seventh uh, overall rated offense in the country, which is scary uh, when you – uh, add into account that the dogs are will be missing Monty Wright, uh, Monty Rice, excuse me, and uh, Eric Stokes. Um, you know, and on the defense, uh, along with others, and and you know, it's just it's just one of those it's trap game. I mean, that's yeah. that's what this is. I mean, and Georgia has done this before. I mean, you know, well, what leads me to be a little bit more confident is is the fact that I know you, that you do have a good signal caller. Uh, under center and JT Daniels, and uh, so offensively, I think Georgia will be okay uh, against Cincinnati. What scares me is, is defensively. I mean, again, top ten uh, offensive uh, team you're playing here in Cincinnati. I mean, they're not showing up to lose this game. I mean, they're showing up to make a statement. It is scary when you watch what happened with Oklahoma, uh, you know, versus uh, Florida. You know, and and the thing is, I mean. I'm sure the Cincinnati fans would love enough, you know, to do nothing more than chant SEC, SEC, SEC against, uh, you know, Georgia with a big win. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a, it's a trap game. I'm going to give Georgia the victory, but Georgia's going to have to play a good game to actually come out on top. Yeah, it may be a nail-biter for us. So, uh, there we go, uh, Georgia and Cincinnati. All right, also there are some other games, of course, on January 1st, the Citrus Bowl. At 1 p.m., an interesting game, number 14, Northwestern against Auburn. Big Ten against SEC, and that'll be on ABC. Uh, Kind of an interesting game. Northwestern having a very good year, very good team. Auburn just kind of of falling apart. Of course, Gus Malzahn uh, was shown the door uh, by Auburn. Auburn went out and made a pretty good hire. Got the guy from Boise State uh, who leaves his alma mater. Uh, to come to Auburn to be uh, the new coach. Uh, so you got turnover going on. I don't know, Matthew. What do you think? You know, my SEC loyalty tells me Auburn's going to show up and hopefully win this game. We're not, you know, I, I'm an SEC kind of guy, but it wouldn't surprise me if Northwestern wins. Uh, I, I give Auburn the win by a field goal. What do you think? What do you think? Well, I mean, Auburn is, uh, you know, one of those teams that, I mean, just been complete turmoil. I mean, you know, you had a lot of good uh, – I mean, you had a good quarterback. I mean, out there, you you know, you had a good team. I mean, great expectations. Uh, didn't work out like they wanted it to. Ups and downs, a lot of ups and downs with the team. Gus Malzahn being gone, I mean, in the process. It's a tough season for Auburn. Uh, and they're really at a, at, a, at a point in time where they're at a transition stage with their football program. Well, uh, I'm actually going to go with Northwestern on this. Uh, I think they beat Auburn in this game. Um, they're a great team. I mean, they've, you know, and I just, I just believe that Northwestern is going to show up and win this ball game. I mean, Auburn uh, again. I mean, I've watched Northwestern. I mean, they're not a team that that is going to show up and, and put their hands underneath their rear end, you know, while they're playing a football game. I mean, they're going to have a, you know, a foot on the gas pedal both on offense and defense, and I think. 
I hate to say this, I think matchup-wise in this game, I actually have to give it with Northwestern on this one. Yeah, my Big Ten head is, is battling my SEC heart. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping, my, my pick is I'm hoping Auburn will win. All right, the big games, the big games on January 1st, the Rose Bowl game, uh, which will not be played at the Rose Bowl, actually will be played in, in Dallas. Uh, and uh, you have number one Alabama against number four Notre Dame on uh, New Year's Day. And, of course, this is the first round of the college football uh, playoffs. This is the, a semifinal Number one, Alabama against number four, Notre Dame. Uh, obviously, Alabama's really good Notre Dame. Nah, probably shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Should be Cincinnati against Alabama. But either way, if Alabama was playing Cincinnati or Notre Dame or whatever, Alabama's just really good. I'm going to go with Alabama in this game. I think Notre Dame maybe will show up and put up some kind of fight. But I, I, I see this game with Alabama winning, going away, maybe by two or three touchdowns. So uh, what do you think? Uh, Rose Bowl game, 5 p.m. on ESPN. Again, it's in Dallas, not in California because of COVID stuff. So I'm going to go with Alabama. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're – you hear Rose Bowl game, you automatically think California, and you think back to Georgia's great victory over Oklahoma in the college football playoffs back in 2017 when Jake Fromm took over, you know, after Easton went down. And, you know, this time it's different to be, playing, be played in Texas. So, you know, due to the COVID restrictions and, and, you know, for safety protocols and whatnot. So I understand that. It will be a different kind of Rose Bowl game because of that, though, different feel. Um, but it is Alabama versus Notre Dame, number one Alabama versus number four uh, Notre Dame. I mean, in this game, you know, I believe that this Notre Dame team is probably the best Notre Dame team I've seen on a football field um, that's been in the playoffs. I mean, with that said, you also have – they're playing Alabama. You have Mac Jones. You have uh, Najee Harris. You have – um, all the wide receiver uh, threats that Mac Jones has at his, uh, you know, disposal. There's no way that Notre Dame stays in this game. Alabama wins this game uh, handily. I mean, I do believe that Notre Dame, it is the best Notre Dame team I've seen in the college football playoffs uh, to date. With that said, this Alabama team, I believe, is comparable to probably one of the best Alabama teams I've seen in a decade. Um, that So, with that being said, Alabama on top all the way. Okay, and uh, later that night uh, on January 1st, the All-State Sugar Bowl. Again, this is college football playoff uh, semifinal. Number two, Clemson. Number three, Ohio State. Uh, 8.45 p.m. on ESPN, which means we're going to have to be up past midnight <laughs> on January 1st, which is okay. But uh, the game should be worth it. Number two, Clemson. Number three, Ohio State. Oh, boy, Trevor Lawrence against uh, Justin Fields. Boy, this is going to be a good football game. This is going to be a good football game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if either team wins this game. Now, the controversy with Ohio State is what? They played six games, five games, six games, something like that. A lot of people say, no, they should not be in the playoffs, being limited in the, the games that they played. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of that is not the fault of Ohio State. They would have played a complete schedule if they could have. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Clemson uh, winning over Ohio State. I think this is going to be a very good football game, uh, probably uh, the best of the day. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Clemson. So what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, Clemson versus Ohio State again. You know, Ohio, the controversy, probably the biggest controversy of all is number three Ohio State comes in playing a uh, six, you know, very, uh, you know, shortened schedule, uh, schedule of games. And, you know, so personally, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of torn on this. I know it's 2020 in the year of COVID. Things were different. I know Ohio State necessarily, it might not have been their fault. But, I mean, with six games, I, I personally, in my own opinion, I don't think Ohio State should be in the college football playoffs. I mean, are they a good team? Yes. But, you know, it's, I think it's quite unfair to allow a team that's played six games to be in the playoffs when you have a team like, you know, you could make the argument for the Bearcats, uh, Cincinnati uh, 9-0 and in, in this thing. I mean, there's just a lot of that, you know, a lot of fighting back and forth. I mean, everyone's going to have an opinion on that. I have my own. I don't think Ohio State should be in the college football playoffs, not because of may, maybe necessarily their, their talent, but they have struggled even in a couple of games this year uh, against teams that they should have completely destroyed. That being said, uh, Clemson, you know, shows up number two. Where uh, you got Trevor Lawrence versus number three Ohio State. Justin Fields. I mean, personally, I believe Trevor Lawrence shows up with, um, you know, as a man on a mission, and I believe he mows down Ohio State in this football game. Yeah, it should be a very good game. Now, quickly, some other games that come up on Saturday, January 2nd. You have in the Gator Bowl, number three, uh, 23, North Carolina State against Kentucky. I'm going to go with Kentucky in that game. Go get them, SEC. What do you think? Yeah, good, uh, good football game here, I believe. Nonetheless, I mean, North Carolina State, number 23, uh, you know, Kentucky. Kentucky is, you know, one of those teams where they got – they do have some talent. I mean, and I I know they – I think their biggest question mark has been at the quarterback position. You know, you just have had some transitioning back and forth between guys there. But uh, I'm going to go with Kentucky in this ball game. I think they, they, uh, they're a solid SEC team. I mean, nothing against North Carolina State. I do think Kentucky will have to play good defense uh, to, to get that victory, but I think Kentucky will do so. In the Outback Bowl on the Outback Bowl on Saturday at 12:30, number 11 Indiana is the surprise team in the Big Ten, taking on Ole Miss. Man, this ought to be a good game. Uh, at 12:30 again on January 2nd on ABC. Uh, again, Big Ten against the SEC. Man, this, uh, this should be a good game. Indiana's a very good team. Oh, my, I'm just going to go with my SEC heart. Go get them Ole Miss. Uh, I'm going to pick them to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana does, doesn't win this game. So what do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be a good ball game. Um, Indiana, good team, but good team for their own conference. I don't think they – I think if you put Indiana uh, in an SEC schedule, a uh, full SEC schedule, I think they get demolished. And uh, nothing against them. Uh, I just don't think, you know, I, I don't think their conference stacks up to the SEC. I mean, that being said, I mean, look what Oklahoma did to Florida. So, you know, there's always that scare there. But I believe that Ole Miss will, uh, you know, Ole Miss is quarterback. You know, if he makes a deep pass and he gets any wide receiver down there, it's a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss has got some talent. They, they are, you know, they are a threat. Uh, in a lot of ways, so I think Ole Miss comes out on top. Okay, the uh, Fiesta Bowl on Saturday, January 2nd. Uh, that'll be at 4 p.m. on ESPN. Number 10, Iowa State against number 25, Oregon. Uh, this is, for me, a who cares uh, bowl. Uh, Iowa State. I'll go <laughs> I go with Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State is just tough defense. You know, I mean, big guys. I mean, I think they're gonna. You know, Oregon 
course, they still, you know, you think Oregon, and most people think about the time period where Oregon was, uh, you know, where they had the running gun, and they were actually got very, the best uniforms. In yeah, I mean, definitely football. got a lot of different uh, variety of uniforms. Going to be, uh, uh, I believe, Iowa State. You know, Oregon, nothing against them. I mean, they, I think they're a team that's in building mode. Uh, they did get some good guys in the, um, you know, in the last class so that they're building upon. So, uh, especially defensively. So I think uh, I think Oregon is, uh, is still in a transition phase in a lot of ways, but they're still a foot, you know a good football team. Iowa State, I believe, is uh, the more complete team here, and so it is a toss up. But I'm going to go Iowa State. Okay, Capital One Orange Bowl on January second. This will be at 8 p.m. Number five, Texas A&M, and Texas A&M has been you know kind of making all kinds of noise about hey, why were we not in the college football playoffs? And you could make an argument that they should have been there. Number five, Texas A&M against number 13, North Carolina in the Orange Bowl. And I'm going to go with uh, Texas A&M. I think they're a very good football team. And and they're going to come in kind of baring their teeth over what they see as a snub uh, for not being in the college football playoffs. And they've got a very good argument. They should have been there. So I think they're going to take care of uh, North Carolina. Actually, I don't think this is going to be much of a game. I think uh, Texas A&M is going to win handily. What do you think? Yeah, I think Texas A&M comes in with a chip on their shoulder. And personally, I believe the uh, you know the Sugar Bowl should be Clemson versus uh, Texas A&M. In my own opinion, I think Ohio State should not be in the college football playoffs. And I would have put Texas A&M in their slot. Uh, one word, uh, you know, one name, rather. Uh, for this game is Kellen Mond, and that's experience at the QB position and a lot of it. And he's, you know, he's a good quarterback, great game manager. I mean, no question he uh, is the leader of that team, and, and he's definitely coming on in with a chip on his shoulder and with something to prove he beats North Carolina. Okay, and uh, finally, of course, we do not know the teams that will participate in this game, but it's January 11th, College Football National Championship It'll be at 8 p.m. January 11th on ABC. So I'm looking for Alabama and Clemson. Again, a rematch between Alabama and Clemson in this game. And uh, we'll have a future program that kind of focuses in on this game. But my early pick is Alabama. What do you think? Yes, I believe the same thing. I believe it's going to be Alabama versus Clemson. And I believe you're going to see, you know, I mean, I don't believe the country could expect anything more. I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence versus Mac Jones. Uh, the difference this time, I mean, don't get me wrong, I believe Trevor Lawrence is the number one overall draft pick in the upcoming draft. But honestly, I'm, I'm going to go with Bama. I mean, I believe that Mac Jones, you know, I don't know why, but I just feel as if though their team is uh, the best team in the country. I've felt that way pretty much all season. And taking nothing away from Lawrence and, and uh, Clemson this time, but I think Mac Jones and, and Najee Harris and the wide receivers and the Alabama defense get the job done. All right. Well, we shall see what we shall see. Go Bulldogs against the Bearcats. It should be a good game. In our future uh, program, we'll be taking a look back at that game and uh, looking more forward to the college football uh, playoffs. Well, Happy New Year, Matthew. Happy New Year to everyone out there, and go dogs. Amen. All right. Well, uh, join us again on our program uh, coming up very soon. And again, Happy New Year to everyone, and please stay safe out there. Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. 
We thank our many fine sponsors for making our program possible. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.